What's going on, guys? New episode of Girl What? I'm your host, Danielle Denise. This episode is actually recording. I did an episode with the D&D Experience podcast. Shout out to Darius and Deontay. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I had a lot of fun. And this episode is basically just shooting the shit. We're talking about all kinds of things, life journeys, um, Valentine's Day, getting hustled in retail jobs. Uh, my cramps, <laughs> like I go there. <laughs> so please enjoy this episode. And as always, please support the Girl What podcast on all major platforms, um, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff and rate and review and um, follow me on Instagram, girl what underscore pod. And also check out the D&D experience on Instagram and I will plug their information in the description box below. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? I hope y'all are having a wonderful, and I mean a wonderful week. We are back at it again. It's your boy, Mr. D. Culeante, back at it again. I got my player, my player partner, Mr. <laughs> Hilarious Darius in the building. What is up, sir? How you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Man, I am doing well, man. Um, So I just want to say something, man. Um, yeah. I just want to say... um. Life's a journey. Um, And I also want to say, I want to shout out all our ancestors who paved the way for us for Black History Month, man. And I I feel in my my soul, we as um, millennials have to continue to push the envelope, man. So we're going to create some Black History today. Oh, Is that cool? Is that that cool? I love that. I'm on board. I'm on board. I bet. Now, we have a guest, ladies and gentlemen. We have a guest. Mm. Um, This guest, she... May I say she, madam, um, has a has accomplished a lot. Um, first of all, she is a technical designer who which is like an engineer for the fashion industry, man. If y'all don't know about that, yes. look it up. Okay. Um, she's also very well traveled from my research on her. She's been to uh, her passport is way more filled than mine because I don't have a passport right now. <laughs> and uh lastly, um she herself has a podcast, mm. which has amazing reviews. I'm talking 4.9 out of five stars. Oh, okay. My, our friend, our new friend, Miss Danielle Denise L.A. <laughs> applause, applause. Yes. yes. Air horns, all that. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. We need okay. DJ Dante back. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me thanks for coming on this is gonna be awesome how's your morning been so far well you know the day's kind of just started um i woke up all of an hour ago i was kind (laughs) of battling these things called cramps they were fighting back really hard so i had to like fight them back with some real pills i was like all right let me (laughs) get this under control (laughs) i have stuff to do today (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Long story short, not much has been happening. (laughs) (laughs) I've been up for 45 minutes, so. Yes, yes. (laughs) I had some tea and that's about it. (laughs) Oh, are you a big tea drinker? Oh, I love tea. Really? I have like a box and it's full of different teas that I buy like all the time. Yes, tea is life. 
Mm. See, I, I'm not a big um, tea person. I, it tastes like dirty water to me. Uh, you, <laughs> you know, you you quote unquote season it up. You have to add the lemon mm. and the honey, and then um, if you like, um, what is it? What is it? Ginger, ginger. Mm. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. I even put like a little bit of cayenne pepper in it, and a splash of apple cider vinegar. It's like super healthy. Wow. Wow. I know, right? It's so intricate, but it's kind of like, you know what kombucha is? That's that stuff Heard that's it? like, it explodes and if like, if you shake it too much, right? Am I tripping? Yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah, you shouldn't shake that bottle at all. It will go everywhere. <laughs> but right. It's like, um, you've had it before? Uh, no. I've, uh, it's not tea tea. I've seen it's it. Like, yeah. I've, I've seen, seen it too. It. Yeah. It's made with like fermented mushrooms. So it's like rotting mushrooms in yeah. this this container and then you're drinking that with like sugar and stuff but it's basically like black tea as the base Mm. long story short when you add that apple cider vinegar to just any tea it's very much the same effect to kombucha so Mm. it's just healthier like i feel a little more energized in the morning because i I don't drink coffee that much Mm -hmm. so that's my alternative to coffee unless i actually need the you know coffee will always get you right or Mm. for me it does because i don't drink it so yeah otherwise it's tea every day yeah. because it's mostly water i understand dirty water but we need water you know <laughs> water yeah. with minerals <laughs> and minerals exactly actually so the one i was drinking earlier is for um cramps and stuff and oh so what's what in it, it that helps yeah. with that it's an herb it's called um raspberry leaf tea mm. and so it's raspberry leaf leaf tea tea basically so but it basically supports your um reproductive system so it helps oh. us women a lot more wow all right all you know, how do we educated you guys is that, a, is that a good valentine's uh, day gift <laughs> so raspberry hey. um you might want to just pick it up now like if you have a girl and you understand her cycle and what she goes through just go ahead and pick it up it's cheap it's at sprouts and stuff or even on amazon Noted. Noted. That was smart, Deontay. I didn't think about that. Deontay has so many great ideas for Valentine's (laughs) Day. Every every conversation this past week is like, is that a good Valentine's Day gift? I don't know. I was just I was saying drink more water. I didn't know that that was (laughs) (laughs) right. How do we go there? I, I, I love think that. For me personally, like this is kind of new. This whole Valentine's Day stuff. So you know, I got I got a lot of women in my life that I want to make sure gets taken care of. My mom, aunts, and stuff like that. So yeah, everybody's getting love this year. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Everybody's getting a Valentine's Day gift? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, let's, oh, okay. Let's talk about this. Let's What's talk up? about this. <laughs> okay. not sound too sure. <laughs> so, all right. So I have my lady, and I'm going to take care of for sure on Valentine's <laughs> Day, right? But one thing I'm struggling with is does everybody get a gift for Valentine's Day? Like... Would it in general or what? I mean, like, like he said, like is it like mom? Christmas? <laughs> yes. Oh, it, it's whatever you want it to be. Like, I like Valentine's Day. Um, and even my mom, she'll always get us something, even if it's something small like a teddy bear. Like, she just mm-hmm. enjoys the the gift giving process. So, for me, like, I never really hated it. You know how some people come to a point of like either they hate it, like loathe it entirely, or you're in a relationship and it's probably not celebrated as heavily. Like mm-hmm. I know when I'm in relationships, 
I still want to celebrate. Don't get it twisted. But it's not like I'm going to die if we don't, you know, and we can go like the day before the day after we don't have to do it right on the day Mm because, you know, the day of uh, February 14th, trying to make reservations. Oh, especially now. I don't know what we're going to do. It's probably going to be a a pain in the ass. So you're going to have to. I mean, I'm going to I have no problem going like the 12th. Yeah, even McDonald's (laughs) is going to be packed on everybody. (laughs) You know, it's going to be a busy day for the food industry or just hospitality. So there's levels to it. But yeah, I think it's up to you. It's up to you if you want to give everyone a gift. Like, Mm. I feel like I'll get my mom something, but um, probably not my grandma. Sorry, grandma. Like, (laughs) (laughs) my grandma, it's kind of funny you say that my grandmother's birthday is on Valentine's Day. Well, then you have no choice. <laughs> I got no choice. <laughs> you I get some early. Yeah, some she deserves. Early. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if, if it's your birthday and stuff, then, or if your birthday's around it, I would probably be like, oh, it's fine. Can Enjoy I ask it. one more question about Valentine's Day? What have you ever yeah. experienced something a little too cheesy? Mm. Um, Valentine's like, Day? Yeah, because me personally, like, I was a server in my day. And mm-hmm. I remember I was serving this table and this guy brought out a, uh, a all pink design like table cover. And he like, before I kind of put down uh, the menu, he's like, here, let me put this table cover down. And it had like their whole, <laughs> it was like a graffiti table cover. And he had like his oh. little like candles and stuff. I was like, buddy, this is a, uh, this, uh, this is TGIF, but I, I love the energy. You know, but- it was a young, it was young. and you know, and that's when you, I can't fault you if you're like 1920 or early 20s, you don't know what you're doing. I get it, or you can't <laughs> afford like a nice, nice situation, or maybe that was nice to him, but he was trying yeah. to give a little more razzle dazzle to the table. Very I, razzle-dazzle. <laughs> I, I, I respect that, like it corny, maybe a pinch, but it's really like effort. Like that was actually really nice effort to make it seem like a little more nicer of a situation. Like he tried to elevate the situation. And I can't fault him for that. I know if I was younger, I'd be like, oh, that was really sweet. <laughs> we'll have the cheese all kinds of things. Yeah, like, and I'm sure, yeah, like, it's it's fine. Nothing wrong with, you know, trying to make it nice for your person, you know, going both ways. I know guys get the shorter end of the stick during that day because we want all the stuff and <laughs> um you know a lot of times social media will always say that women will reward you in vagina and you're supposed to be with that. <laughs> so, scientific word very well oh, you know yes that's my question to y'all so is that enough like do you guys want gifts for valentine's day how do you like to celebrate there's mm-hmm. That's uh, a great ahead. question. Um, See, I care. Yeah, <laughs> we can. T- <laughs> it's a great question. Um, I think just making my lady happy at the end of the day. I think just just her knowing that I appreciate her. Um, but I always try to make it a point to not just wait for Valentine's Day for her to feel those same feelings. So right. I'll try to do it throughout the year and stuff like that. But I think at the end of the day, though, I don't really anticipate stuff on Valentine's Day because I'm also not a fan of chocolate. So, oh really? A, yeah, it's a very chocolate heavy. It day. is chocolate heavy. You're yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really care for like. Don't, don't give me no box of chocolate. Like I don't want all that. <laughs> but I think, um, for me, just making sure she's happy. And I'll be mm-hmm. like, all right, I did my job. 
uh, what's the next special occasion I got to prepare for? You know what I mean? So <laughs> I was not finished. So was, <laughs> sorry to call me Brian. I'm not finished. Job done. <laughs> I just try to get through the day. It definitely put a lot of thought and care into it, but I don't know. Valentine's Day for me, it doesn't rank that high. Like if I can make my lady feel good, mm-hmm. I'm good. But if I can get through it, I'm like, ooh, all right, cool. Still, I'm still uh, <laughs> still in the game what about you Deontay what's your response to that question um well me personally I haven't really had too many Valentine's Day like dates and stuff like that so me being kind of young with it I I wouldn't mind a gift maybe a new silky do-rag or something (laughs) uh (laughs) you know what I'm saying maybe some maybe some oils or something some some candles hey listen if I'm giving you some gifts well hey let's just Keep it, keep it nice. Keep it, keep it fair. Uh, just because well, I'm very young in, in the Valentine's Day celebration. So, and then, well, that was what I was getting at is like, what constitute is fair, you know, mm-hmm. because y'all, pro- y'all will spend money because we want to go to dinner and we want flowers, we want things that cost. So, I mean, I mean, I know for me, I can buy you a gift, but like, what would you even want? Like, what you want to watch? Actually, you know, what's crazy. The other day, somebody hit me up with this whole like oh uh i want you to be my valentine's thing you still get those hey that stuff be happening yeah 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 you did it through what text or it was through text first it was dms and this is someone from like the past and we never dated dated we've gone on a date and it just didn't go nowhere so long story short he kind of like revisited or tried to rekindle something and then was like Mm -hmm. i want you to be my valentine's and all this and that and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay um was I would it like cheesy? Him. I his mean approach? his approach was fine but then like I was like okay we, we could set this up but um I would like some flowers or something like I was just being cute and he <laughs> shot back with like oh well I like gifts too so I would like a PS5 and I'm like Whoa. sir how does that constitute as a as a even a trade off like what? my flowers are not no 500 plus what? <laughs> I, I didn't even like respond back. I was like, let me put this phone down. Like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I want a PS5. I was Wait, like, off that. The, yeah, mm, the boldest. That's not. But you and know, you're pursuing me on top of that. Like, I wasn't even sure if I was <laughs> trying to give him that energy. So that's was, funny. Because you know that's his plan, though. Like, that's his plan to get a PS5. Like, I'm sure your name is on a list of many names no and he's way. like you don't think so I, a guy oh, that, that's, yeah. you know what i'm saying You're right if he's right, that bold to ask for a ps5 because he knew where the conversation was going like he's like yes my end game is a ps5 so he's probably Gosh. dming or texting every woman in his phone like hey will you be my valentine yeah <laughs> on one that condition so <laughs> rash like oh that's the worst behavior ever <laughs> Stay away if that's how you behave. Like, <laughs> first of all, why you don't have one yet? I thought yeah. everyone had one by now. People have like Mm-mm. seven Mm-mm. just to flex. Mm-mm. Not over here. Not oh, my line. Not over here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the internet is a false. It's a. It's a fable. It's a whimsical fable. People it's... be having shit and don't be having shit for real. I love that. I love yeah, that. we um, no PS Five over here. You know, it's oh. funny. Every every year. I'll ask my lady for, um, uh, I play like 
football and basketball, like throughout the year, because I don't play a lot of video games. But I say, hey, give me the new 2K, give me the new Madden, I'm good, right? If you get them at Black Friday, you can get two for the price of one. I'm good for the whole year. So right? considerate. You give it a sales date. You get it this day, you can get both for the price of one. But it was funny because this past year, I didn't get the newest version of it. So we were at the store yesterday and she was like, hey, which one is the new one? Do you have this one? She picked up like the 2018 version. I was like, because <laughs> she saw it was the cheapest. I said, wait, wait, wait. You picked up a PlayStation that's 3. Cool. That's what I would have done low key. I would have been cheap first. Like, let me get him this one that's only 14 bucks. I'm like, years old. <laughs> I said, no, baby, I got that one. You got that one probably, you know, years ago. But then um, <laughs> she got it too. <laughs> I just got to put her on blast. Like, I knew what I was doing, but she was like, hey, did I get it for you? I said, no, I don't think you got it this year. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you gave me the stuff that you normally give me. So (laughs) I just got to put her on blast, but no PS5 over here, but um, I'm still even waiting for this new year's version of those, um, those games. So that should be, uh, if you guys see her on the street, let her know. (laughs) They're coming. They're coming. (laughs) You know, what's funny. Sorry to stay on this PS5 fiasco, but it's hilarious that recently I found on Twitter Somebody had bought, they thought they bought a PS5 on eBay. They bought a photograph of the PS5 and it's in the description of like the, the sale thing. And it literally said you are buying a piece of paper within an image of a PS5 printed on it. That's hilarious. How much did they charge for it? They spent the full 500. Oh, bought it for the full retail price. Oh, Ooh. I would have been hot. Too, yeah, been too hot. early in the year to get played. <laughs> you got played too early. To just, you would have to just dispute that with your creditor or your uh, <laughs> bank. He got me, but I can't go down without a fight. This is the only way you could fight. Because how are you going to find that person? You're not going to know where they live. No. They just trolled you. Man. You lost. <laughs> you know, I heard a similar story of somebody who bought, they thought they were getting two iPhones for the price of like one but what Uh the person did was they gave them two iphone boxes but they put the right amount of rocks in the box so scandalous you know i'm saying would match (laughs) so this person got two apple boxes full of rocks (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so he wants to fight he chose violence (laughs) you have to find him like i am not david and goliath i don't need rocks from my slingshot i need an iphone (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy all right so i got a funny question for y'all then what's the worst that you've ever been hustled (laughs) hustled yikes um (laughs) well I can kind of uh, mention a story that happened to me about a year ago. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, I was uh, I was on Instagram and there is this clothing brand that I like. Um, oh. And so like it's I don't know, like I was always kind of, you know, looking at their page and stuff. And sometimes they would even like some of my, my uh, photos. So this one time I got like this friend request from this clothing line that I thought, which was the one I liked, but it was like a, it was a fake one. Right. Mm-hmm. So they hit me in a DM say, Hey, 
we've got this contest going and all you need to do is send us your cash app. We're going to send you $50 plus some clothes, right? So I'm at work too. So I'm like, what? I'm on my lunch break going crazy. Like, yo, I'm about to get some free shirts. Oh yeah. So like I send my cash app and I, I don't know how this happened, but somehow they end up taking fifty dollars from me, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and luckily, like it was all within my lunch break. So I'm looking at my account, like, wow, what? That says mine is not plus. <laughs> so like, I immediately got on the phone with my bag. I was like, listen, it's that wasn't me out here. <laughs> Some thieves out here, man. And uh, I was able to kind of get that money back, but it happened so fast. <laughs> I was like the black market on the internet is crazy. Oh so, yeah, uh, these hackers don't play. Not man. So yeah, I've definitely uh <laughs> my, I like to do shopping in the stores. Like, I risk it. I risk COVID. <laughs> yeah, what I need. I ain't about to be hustling like that. Yeah. That's I'm funny. So glad you got your money back. That's yeah. good. Right I about- <laughs> um luckily that hasn't happened to me you know what's funny I do get a lot of those like similar dms where they're always either trying to bait you with something or saying yeah just give us your cap cash app I'm actually getting a lot I'm getting an influx of like you want a blue check against your name you just have to pay us or give us your cash app and I'm like hmm, I don't I don't want to do none of that mm. but as far as like getting hustle hustled I actually can vividly remember the time I um got hustled while I was working retail and I used to work in the mall at mm-hmm. Spencer Gifts back in the day. Oh wow. Yeah. Do you is that still a store? So mm-hmm. you said Spencer's? Yeah. Spencer's yeah. Gifts. Daddy store. Yeah, it's like it's not at every mall though. So I don't know where yeah, we at. had it. We got it down here. Good. So I was like a supervisor at this oh. time. But um I was like, I was young, I was like 18, but long story short, these boys, uh, they got me. They got me for some money because they played this like tag team thing and they were both really, really cute and they knew how to talk to my coworker and flirted with her, got her distracted. And the other one was talking to me, got me distracted with some shit, bought something wild, small or cheap, like that was like 99 cent, but paid with like a big bill. And then I fumbled the bag somehow. Like, I don't know what I was doing with the money, but I was like a hundred dollars short in my register (laughs) at the end of the night. I'm just like, wait, like what? And then, like, we thought about it. We thought about it. Because you have to report that. Anything, like, over 50. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I think those boys. It's something with those boys. Because not only were they talking a lot, they wanted to see jewelry. Because if the the body jewelry had a, you needed a key to open it. So I Mm -hmm. had to go open that. And then, you know, he had me moving around a lot. So he Uh. fucked me up. Sorry. But either way, he he got me my first write-up. Because I was, like, short as hell in the register. And um yeah but they were in and out it was funny because it was like all of like 20 minutes and yeah yeah they were just sweet talking me like oh you're so cute and i'm just like you getting all the feels (laughs) and then he's like listen i have to go give me your number and i'm like yeah yeah here here no yeah do what you have to do (laughs) he's like i have more places to steal (laughs) money at the same time luckily it wasn't my own that would be some bs yeah Dang, y'all got great stories. I don't even, I asked the question, but I've been thinking this entire time. Do I have a hustle story like that? Um, The closest thing I can remember recently is when I was trying to get um, 
an engagement ring for my lady, I um, I got hustled by the lady, like the the salesperson. Ooh, oh, she, no. saw, she saw like, because I just, I went in there knowing what cut a diamond my lady wanted. And the lady was like, she took me for a ride. She was like, listen, you want this? How much do you love the girl? Let me show you the oh. <laughs> <laughs> So she, I ended up getting this ring that was like way out of my budget, but I was like, yeah, I know it'll mean, it'll mean a lot, blah, blah, blah. So she was like, well, if you can't get it now, we got a couple different options for you. You can do layaway. That way you can take 10 months to plan this, this very vivid engagement, right? Then the ring will be ready. And then you could propose to your lady. I bought it. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So I get the ring a couple months into it. I'm like, hey, y'all, I think I bit off way more than I could chew with this. So I tried to go in there and get like my money back. And just that process, bro, like because the company um, was owned by a different company. Like the, the diamond company I went to was owned by a bigger company and they were going through like payroll options and um, it, it was just, it was just bad. So it took me about, it took me a while to get my money back. It took me about, <laughs> about like two months, two, three months. And I was like, you know what? You said what? I said two months. Let's yeah, it took that. a while. And they had to send me like a check and all this other stuff. So, but yeah. Damn. Well, yeah. As long as you get bad. your money back, that's the. That's I the did. Kick. I did. But it was brutal. It was brutal. You made you jump through hoops. Yes. <laughs> you said you already signed the papers. <laughs> right. So I was looking at your uh, website a little bit and I saw that you went to Amsterdam. I thought that was kind of cool. Would you be able to kind of like talk about some of that uh, experience? Like, I didn't see some of you. It seemed like on your website, you took some exclusive pictures that didn't really make it to Instagram. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So like, oh, that's kind of cool. So, and like the food, I thought that was cool. So can you kind of talk about, you know, that experience going to Amsterdam and stuff like that? Amsterdam was a a good time. Good time. Looking back, I wish I took more pictures. I didn't okay. take a lot at all because I was just living for that week. Yeah. And I stayed with a, a girlfriend and her boyfriend that lived out there. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, saved some money there. But also she just had already lived there. So she knew where to go, what to do. Only thing was she's um, she is very much nocturnal. So she had me up all night long. We went out every <laughs> single <night. laughs> Partying was basically all I did. I couldn't even, I didn't go to one museum. I had plans for uh, a couple, didn't, because I'm we slept in until like four or five and everything yeah. closes at like three, four out there during that time frame. And um, yeah, but it was great. I had a good time. Um, it's, it's small, but it's just so much to do. Like if there's mm. the historical parts of it where you can go visit and go to museums, the parks are beautiful, very green. Nice. Um, I will say the marijuana isn't that good. Like Cali definitely is top tier when it comes to quality. But I did love the the coffee shops. They're called coffee shops where you can smoke your cigarettes or your blunts or your um, your weed. The hash. They had hash, but I didn't do all that. I just stuck to what I know and 
the weed was just so so it was so so okay to get through but it was like "Mm, i've had better you know but for the most part like all the drugs are legal there so i've seen some shit but uh i didn't try too much i did uh just drink mostly um and you know by the end of the trip i was i was done i was yeah i was done with partying (laughs) i was like this is a lot but their scene is beautiful um as far as like their options of clubs the red light district isn't that wild you know it has that connotation like there's just hoes everywhere but Mm. they're all behind some glass they're like and it's very um it's not that crazy like none of the girls are naked in their windows it's if anything a lot of them looked kind of like not interested some of them were on their phones like waiting for somebody like they were bored I guess it was a slow night so they were just (laughs) they were just there but um good times it was a good time I went to a drag show that was fun um what else did we did you see some of the same cultures from America in Amsterdam was it not so many black people you saw a sprinkle, you saw like a few here, a few there, but you know, predominantly just white Dutch um, people and they're really tall. Yeah. I never felt so short, so, you know, I'm five mm. two. Yeah. Yeah, even being at my girlfriend's apartment, like the peephole for the door was like another foot taller than me. I was like, oh, wow. like <laughs> y'all don't, and even like stools at bars, like I'm climbing on a stool, like a child. I'm like- a <laughs> <laughs> booster seat. <laughs> yeah, like I need, I feel so tiny here because they are so tall out there just naturally. But um, that is cool. What about, I know you're into, well, I know you work in the fashion industry. Did you see anything kind of fashion related that they have there that kind of caught your eye? I mean, well, we did do a lot of shopping, like that whole, there's this one area, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called The Dam. And it's just this giant like shopping plaza. You can't say mall because it's like streets and streets and blocks and alleys full of boutiques, full of like department stores. The biggest department store was like, it's called Poshmark. And um, it's like a a Forever 21. I would give them like Forever 21 slash H&M because not all of it was that like cheap, but it was like five stories tall. It was so much. You could spend hours in there alone and yeah so shopping eating drinking partying we're like all that i did on that trip fashion forward like as far as like their fashions like i mean they're cool nothing too crazy because it was winter time so everyone had like a uh what were the big brands montclair canada goose like all these expensive Mm. clothes but it's europe it's europe so they're gonna have that but yeah the better fashions was in belgium we went to belgium for a day and that's where it was like, oh, wow. you guys wear the nicer coats. Wow. <laughs> so you guys coordinate your outfits. I see. So where all have you traveled? Deontay was letting me know that you are very well traveled. He made the joke about your passport uh, being. He made it sound like I traveled everywhere. I, I want to travel <laughs> as much as how you made it sound like I travel. But I guess I've gone to a few places so far. So Paris, London, Belgium, Amsterdam, China. And that's it. Oh, Bahamas, but you know, it's not far. Yeah, okay. but those are some pretty big names. You just <laughs> I feel like if they were celebrities, she would have been like Diddy, 50. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
something light, you know. <laughs> Two major LeBron. Like, China, are we at war with them or something? <laughs> but um, when you go to those places, so were you, were these just like vacations? Were these work related or? Mostly vacations. China was a work trip. Okay. And that's actually the longest trip out of the country for me. It was a solid 10 days. Mm-hmm. Um definitely went through the motions of like stomach problems like you definitely will develop like a stomach issue somewhere like I wouldn't say what because country of the food? do it yeah yeah like because you're adjusting to everything the type of water that's out there the type of mm. grease um you really shouldn't drink like tap water in other countries and especially China so uh, there's a lot of bottled water but even like if I want tea that's gonna have to be something boiled or you know mm distilled but long story short Chinese food out there really good really phenomenal but that grease is heavy there is something different to it where it's like it just sits on your stomach so much longer and me and Pepto became friends like five days (laughs) it was rough it was rough and then I didn't have my own room I had to share a room with the one of my other co-workers so I was like I was just like, oh, um, if you could just not be there. <laughs> like we had to like be honest with each other and take shifts. That's how bad it was at one point. Wow. And another girl got sick, sick, like vomiting and stuff. So like you never know how you'll react. Like if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, like that's where it's super hard because in China, they cook everything with animal meat or animal grease or, you know, like fish sauce. It's always going to be infused. So Mm. Love being a vegetarian out there. They don't. Deontay, you better stay in the states. Nah, I'm. I'm... <laughs> they got fish out there, right? Yeah, the fish is phenomenal. It's the best. I've had groper. That groper was amazing. It was steamed. That was actually the lightest of all the things when it was fish. But like the lobster, the shellfish, it was always in some type of. It was a really good sauce, but it was heavy. Like you just felt it as it was going. It was rich, you know. Like things yeah. something really rich, but so good. I like. I would say that it was the best dinners I've had in uh out of out of country because it was just like quality, like truffle dumplings, like stuff that you know. This mm. just tastes really just good. Don't get it, yeah. Just don't just get all mean, that here <laughs> on a regular basis. I did try pigeon. Pigeon was oh. but it's good. It's good. I think you would like it. It tastes just like chicken. It looked like a little chicken wing. It was like this. People <laughs> always say stuff tastes like chicken. I don't even no, like but chicken. That really so. did. No, that really did. Like if I could compare it to any bird, it was a chicken. And the way they eat it was like chicken wings. They had a bunch of them. They- it's pigeon wings right here. It's pigeon wings. <laughs> pigeon I, can wings. I get some lemon pepper pigeon wings, please? It looked, right, it looked just like it. It was just literally smaller, like maybe this big, like an inch. An inch uh, don't don't let don't let Danielle go to New York. It's <laughs> pigeon time. No, no. <laughs> I feel like the pigeons out there are different. Like the ones here are like rats. You know, they're called the rats of the sky. So mm. no. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when, you, when you're trying new food, though, do you know what you're trying before you try it? Or would you rather try it first? And then people was like, oh, just so you know, that's donkey that you just ate. Like, what's your preference? I mean, I like to know. I like to know. It won't deter me from trying it. I'm more adventurous now than I was, let's say, as a younger kid. I was mm-hmm. super picky back in the day. Now I'm like, because eh. I like octopus and squid, you know, things that oh, look wow. crazy. 
You don't like octopus? I never tried octopus, but going into oh. going into Whole Foods, you see the octopus tentacles and, and all that. You like, whoa, how much is that? <laughs> oh, it's expensive too, right? It's a yeah, lot. It is. It's a little different. It look different. <laughs> I don't know what is out there for y'all, like restaurant wise, but yes, find a restaurant that has like octopus on the menu because it can be phenomenal. Like if you like squid, it's basically the same thing, maybe a little less rubbery, but and it does have the, like the little suction cups on the the uh, oh. tentacles. <laughs> Mm. So, mm. I am like horrified yeah. during this conversation. I, feel, <laughs> I can't believe this. Okay, I feel like about, we got her. Oh. Would you guys eat escargot, the snails? No. For real? It's really yeah. good. I promise. Yeah, my auntie you. make it. She put some seasoning on it. <laughs> it's seasoned. I promise you. It tastes like um, if you've ever had like stuffed mushrooms, it tastes just like that. Ooh, yeah. It's coming out of a, a snail shell. <laughs> Ooh, y'all are just way more adventurous than I am when it comes to you know because I hear about people that like travel and they'll go to McDonald's because they're like this is all that I know this is all that I, I care to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no shame because they're also different out there so like they, they'll have like the standard McDonald's stuff but then they have like um, well like in France they had like parfaits and croissants and mm. then in China they had like these weird I don't want to call them weird, but I don't know what they were. But it looked like lollipops, but it said it had meat in it. And I'm like, hey. okay. That I wasn't trying. I stuck to fries <laughs> and stuff that I knew. <laughs> yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah. So at least depending on the country, if they have fast food, it does make it a little easier because like you can handle that for the most part. Um, it's fried. So you shouldn't get sick from like salmonella or anything like that. That's always the biggest fear is getting sick from like, let's say raw vegetables or anything that's cooked improperly because mm-hmm. you don't know, but it's always the risk you're going to take baby. Man, <laughs> that's crazy. So what, what lessons has traveling taught you? lesson well i will definitely say you can't go with everybody choose your mm-hmm. your crew whoever you're going with wisely because i've had a trip and i love her to death it's like my girl but she just wasn't i'll just say she was ignorant period because she just didn't understand like other cultures exists and being that she's american and entitled and feels like if I'm paying for a service, I should get X, Y, Z for it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So with that said, and you go to Paris, French people already don't like Americans like that. Mm -hmm. So you, I was always told by people who've gone to Paris, like give them at least a a bonjour, give them a hello, a greeting in French or something, which actually takes off this, this like tension that may Mm -hmm. have built because they, they've, they don't care. They've called us stupid Americans once when we were trying to figure out how to buy train tickets because we couldn't wow. read it. <laughs> wow. And they don't like to translate. They don't like to speak English at all. Like Amsterdam was cool because everybody spoke English. That was like a second language out there. French, it's, it's, it's a second language, but they don't want to do it. So you mm-hmm. almost have to like, you have to give a little to get a little. Wow. The way restaurants work out there, it's a little um different like let's say you didn't like your dish right and you need to take it back doing that out there is like suicide it's like the wow. most respectful thing you could ever do to somebody's chef like <laughs> ah 
They got head chefs out there. They got head chefs out there. Yeah, That's they, they don't they don't play about their cuisine. Like you are if you come and then this is what you want and this is how you get it. You're not going to substitute it. You're not going to switch anything out. Like it's a lot to do. And it, oh. it, 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 and it even feels weird to do it. Like when you when you do sit down and you look at the menu and it's like, OK, take something off. Fine. But like to try to rearrange this whole meal could get confusing especially if you don't speak the language and now you all looking at each other like so what do you want to do you know oh, <laughs> it's a showdown so we had an instance like that with my girl and the waitress and she wasn't trying she didn't know not one french word to throw at him and she actually told the waitress can you find somebody who speaks english better and that and this is before we even got our food so i was oh, like oh, she's gonna spit in our food Ew. she's gonna gonna mess us up we're about to be oh, we're out of here <laughs> and that was like the first night of like Paris and my mom was on this trip so she's sitting next to me she's like who did you bring on this trip mm. mom I don't know so for me as like the curator of the trip because I handpicked everybody that girl is actually the last to um, show up so she came last minute but I was like no it's fine it's gonna be cool I did not know this is how she acted it, it got bad. It got bad because at another restaurant, she picked a fight with the, the lady. And Jeez. I'm like, I don't know how to handle this. I had to like pull her outside. We had to talk. I had to, it was a mess. She cried. I was like, this is not how I wanted to go. So that was a long ass story just to say, choose who you go <laughs> wisely. If you have friends who don't know how to like read the room, check the temperature, understand culture and yeah. how things work how people may operate because you are on like a defense a little bit in other mm. countries people know when you're american so not only do you have to watch your back oh and then just being black women period it's like you never know mm. so she didn't, and she didn't get it she didn't get it after all that after explaining to her everything that goes on for us and against us She's just like, well, I just don't understand. Like, you know, in LA, I can always just pay somebody to do this and pay somebody to do that. And I'm like, well, I don't think they care about money here, especially about our money. <laughs> we like don't your money is not worth here. anything. Yeah. Like, do you know where I'm from? Right. You, you really want LA. that energy? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, we're in their country. Like, this is a, this isn't LA. Like, we can't call anybody, you know. Mm. <laughs> like, what do you call Ray Ray? Let me call Ray Ray. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't have the plug. I don't have connects. Like, my nearest homegirl was in Amsterdam. Like, like I was like, okay, I can call her. She can't come down the street. Amsterdam wow. hours away. <laughs> so, That's crazy. So was that, that the was that the place that had the biggest culture shock for you? France was probably um. I don't want to say culture shock. I would say China was more of that because that's where like black women, black people in general are an anomaly. They want to take mm. your pictures. They want to stare at you. They stare at you so hard. And I did wear like a bigger hairstyle. Like I had like, um, not a weave, but something just big and fluffy. Right. And I knew I should have like dialed it down and got braids or something. Mm. But I was also like, I feel like I want to wear my hair. How I want to wear my hair. But then that also let me know like how that is perceived in other countries like China, where if you're black, I think they assume you're famous first, which is That's cute, hilarious. Hilarious. but it's also like you don't know what they're saying. So the way they like break their neck to look at you and it's not discreet. It's just like 
like just all in <laughs> all in your face. They don't have to be far at all. They could be right here. And it's just a full stare down while speaking in their language, speaking in Mandarin. And I'm like, oh my God, like, how do I, I don't know how to feel about this. You know, it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> so that was a culture shock because we did, well, being that I was, it was a company trip. Um, I'm glad because like, you know, we had a car, we were always safely navigating. We always had someone, a chauffeur, we had a guide, we always had someone with us. There was no way to do that to me alone. I wouldn't have felt comfortable doing that alone because mm. it was more so the men that kind of made me nervous. The way they just kind of came at me was just real aggressive. How? Oh, like, I should not ever have to fight. <laughs> I never fight for my life, and, and, and that's why I like always needed that tour guide or like another male presence nearby. And my boss, my boss was the only other guy on the trip, so I didn't go nowhere without him or another man. So how did they? You said that they were aggressive. How so? Like, well, because, well, okay, so Hong Kong not so aggressive. Hong Kong was very much like being in the states there, or being in like Europe because they are British. British owned, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Behind Hong Kong. Yeah. So that felt comfortable. But when we were in like the smaller Chinese city, like Ningbo, which is two hours outside of Shanghai, um, we're in like this downtown looking area where it's very metropolis, skyscrapers, businesses. But then the minute you step outside of that where our factories were. It's like slums. It's a lot more mm, poor. Right. A lot of people on the street. A lot of putt putts. A lot of a lot going on. And then men, the way men and women carry themselves out there, night and day. Men don't give a flying f about what they got on, what's going on. They will spit indoors, outdoors. Ew. Like it was, it was very unsanitary. And then the way they just like came up on women was just aggressive like basically catcalling in their language but just like right here like in Oof. their face being inappropriate touching them inappropriately and that's what i was trying to avoid because like once i saw it i was just like oh i gotta stay with somebody i don't have time to if that happens i don't know what's gonna happen to me mm, yeah. especially mentally this trip will be over the second it happens yeah. <laughs> everything wow that down and that's not you know in anybody's control so i had to control it the best i could wow. but yeah it's different out there in the airport ooh, ooh, the spitting was what killed me the way men just like hawk spit Ugh. in the airport like at at your feet it was just like i i this this isn't i'm not accustomed to this <laughs> this nasty. isn't my ministry at all so like, my ministry. <laughs> yeah like that was the time to wear a mask and that was like four years ago now like wow that was the time to really be masked up so it's funny that we're here now with masks. yeah yeah that's crazy though because it just shows that like because you know everybody always talks about oh i want to travel i can't wait to travel i can't wait to travel but like you mentioned you yeah. have to be at a certain point in your life where you can kind of cope with those cultural differences and understand too. Like, like you were talking about with the Paris story, with the um, stories in China, like you have to understand that, like, although we're all people, those cultural nuances can make the world of a difference. And um, that's very interesting. Like, I don't know if your story excited me to travel or terrified me to travel. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. When you're a man, I feel like 
you don't have to worry about so much mm-hmm. of like how people approach you. Women do because a lot more can happen to us. You know, we're more likely to get kidnapped and other things, mm-hmm. right? Gotcha. So I would say still do it, still do it. You just have to be careful about how you move. That's all. Just to have like, just be prepared. Um, I've had a homegirl do like solo traveling, like backpacking and stuff mm-hmm. in Europe. But before she went, she actually took like a, um, what are they called? Like women's defense classes. Mm-hmm. Self-defense? Like, like a self-defense class. Yeah, she took a few of those. And when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I would, I should do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody should do that. So at least yeah. you just know how to protect yourself, especially for women, mm-hmm. especially if you don't have your weapons or pepper spray and stuff, because it's hard to get that through TSA, but mm. you're good. However, just knowing how to, you know, at least try to get out of a situation. So. Wow. That was very insightful. Yeah. yeah very, very right. true. Dang, that's, that's awesome. Like, I knew this is going to be a dope episode. But, <laughs> but before we get you out of here, I would love to talk a little bit about your podcast and kind of explore that for a little bit, if you don't mind. So sure. um, first of all, what inspired you to actually start it? Yeah. You know, it was just my love for podcasts in general, I've been listening to podcasts for years. Like they get me through. I used to have a long commute to work. So it would be like my car ride, but then, you know, I'd put headphones on at work and I just continue the day. So I was obsessed. I still am. I love them. Like they're great conversations. I just love like the layout of it. I know it's like listening to radio or like a radio show, but it's just something a little more personal because everyone's different. Personalities are different. And there's a podcast for everything. One that's educational, one that's sex positive, one that's about absolutely nothing and just, you know, (laughs) best friends just shooting shit, just having a good time. I love that. I love that energy. Mm -hmm. And some of them get real vulnerable and I'll cry with them. Like, what? I've never been through that, but I'm an (laughs) empath, so (laughs) I'll cry at anything. (laughs) So my love for the podcast really just kind of inspired me and like I would always tell my friends like like if we had like a good convo about something I'm like oh this should have been podcast episode you know Mm. and that kind of sparked it but I was saying it a lot to like the same people so certain friends were like Danielle if you don't just start this podcast like I'm gonna need you to stop talking about it because I let years go by I could have started this like three years ago (laughs) but Mm. I didn't know where and it's scary it's scary it's a scary start but I do think um I think my podcast does bring a a nice little awareness to things because the angle of my podcast girl what is trying to girl what girl what (laughs) there you go yes she she's a great podcast but I think for me, it's it's therapeutic. I just like, you know, talking about new things. I like being educated too. So my podcast does bring awareness, um, taboo topics, trying to normalize something that is considered quote unquote taboo. What is that anymore? But, you know, even if it's not a taboo topic, we're taking something that's really informational and like really breaking it down, breaking out the gems for people to like either use that for themselves or spread the word because I'm all about like awareness and just trying to get people to talk about something and make things grow together and Mm -hmm. network and build a community so 
Yeah, I think that answered your question. No, no, you did. You did. <laughs> and um, Brother Elson, did you have any questions? I did have some more, but I, I felt like I was asking. Uh, <laughs> I was like, the no, yeah, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> um, well, I kind of want to know, I guess I got kind of want to mention two things. Um, so technical design, right? Um, I have a kind of a funny story about that. Because basically you're making sure everything is corrected before it gets sent out, right? For the most part. Yeah, know. yeah. It's it's the development process before it's completely shipped to a store. So yeah, our whole goal is to make the clothes fit, make sure the quality is up to par, making sure the factory is doing what we need them to do. And yeah, so it's just completing the whole development process on, let's say that shirt you have on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's the story. I, <laughs> I like that because it kind of reminded me like back in high school, mm-hmm. I could easily spot a fake pair of J's with like a blink of an oh. eye, you know what I'm saying? So if, if the Michael Jordan was just kind of leaning a certain way, me and my friends would be like, uh, you know, that's not, that's not really uh Michael Jordan. <laughs> He's that's sore, but you know, thing. yeah, that's, that's a little <laughs> off. <laughs> that that's defect so there. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. So I feel like I kind of got that in me as well. Um, yeah, you're quality driven. That's what that is. You're quality yes. driven. But you um, know what's funny? I don't hate a knockoff. Oh. I've seen some fire. No- Go to China. <laughs> you don't know what's real and what's fake over there. Because wow. I'm sure a lot of family of family members work in the, the Nike factory. Because all of the factories are in China. Of every luxury brand you can think of. Yeah. So there was some I know like I knew when it was real because we'd be in like the area that was richy or wealthy but then when we weren't I wasn't sure anymore mm. I wasn't sure because like you could definitely spot some fake jays but then they had some colorways I had never seen before and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> you got not- me I don't know <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I thought Jordan was playing baseball during this period. When did all these come out? Listen, <laughs> and they sure would be was... kind of fly. It's like, well, I kind of want a pair. <laughs> <laughs> you bring that back to the States, they don't know what's real. They, you can tell them anything. So. I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, <laughs> I think another thing that I kind of wanted to kind of touch on is just being from L.A., um, mm. like, I'm so glad we're doing this uh, episode because, like, you're kind of debunking a lot of ideas I had about like who you will be, you know, being from LA, I was thinking like straight nineties movie boys in the hood and all that for some reason. <laughs> for um, real? I don't know. But then like when I got it, when I ran across like your website and how like yeah. well put together it was, I'm like, I think this is, I'm sure like everybody in LA kind of has a, a, a their own version of this. Like, I'm sure like yeah. the the janitor has like a website. Like, I love recycling. <laughs> this is my products. <laughs> I love the meal prep. This is what I do. Like, I just thought that was like a great thing to have. Um, so like, what are just, I guess, what are some things like being from LA that we need to know not being from LA? Just some, just some, just debunk a couple of things. Just a little well, bit about the culture in LA. Before I debunk, do you tell me more like what you thought? Because I didn't think you were going to say the boys in the hood line. I thought you were well, like, I, LA comes off snooty or something. That too. That too. Okay. Like just being like, like being from the South, like we're very big on like hospitality, mm-hmm. please and thank you. Like I was thinking y'all don't really do that out there like that because y'all are always on this hustle and bustle. And it's a lot of money in LA. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you got like millionaires and billionaires out there, but you also got like, you know what I'm saying? 
people from different neighborhoods. So just a, it's a melting pot. So I just wasn't yeah. sure on like what to expect a little bit. Listen, that's hard for me to even answer because I too am not like from here, from here, but I have yeah. been out in the LA area for a decade now because I yeah, came yeah. out here for college. Um, but like even then, like I grew up predominantly in the Bay Area and the okay. Bay Area is different from LA. So LA, LA is very, um, I'll say multifaceted, you know, uh-huh. just like how you said, every part has, is a part. It's, you know, South LA is ran a little different than West LA or um, like the Northeast side, which is um, Pasadena and up. It's, it's different everywhere. Um, for me, I'm like a suburb girl. So yeah. I definitely stay on the outskirts of LA before I hit like the actual city. For me, it is too much hustle and bustle. It's a lot going on. It's a lot of traffic. Everybody wants to be outside. Everybody wants to be seen because mm-hmm. LA is like the home of Hollywood and acting, entertaining, singing. Everybody yeah. wants to be an entry everybody wants to be famous wow. not want to say everybody but like that's the the senses or the perception that's why it. you moved to LA like they, yeah it's like you have a dream and you want to achieve it a lot of my friends are from other states and they mm-hmm. are here for um songwriting or trying to achieve a goal and I'm not mad at that this is if you can make it happen here you are doing phenomenal because it's expensive mm-hmm. it is expensive to surprise uh, to survive here but we're actually a little cheaper than LA or not LA. I'm sorry, New York. Mm-hmm. Somehow oh, okay. they're, they're, they're actually more than us as far as like the cost of living, but mm-hmm. I, it's also a smaller, more condensed of a place yeah. to be. LA is a lot larger and spreads out pretty far and wide. You know, you could live an hour outside of LA, but you're still like in the County of it. So it's, um, but I would say people are, I mean, I can't say I'm even that nice on the street. Like, I don't <laughs> first to say hi <laughs> to anybody. It's bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> if I'm in your country, right? I got yeah, you. Yeah. Your, your terms, but yeah, I don't. But I'm, I'm also not like outside like that. I'm gonna be real. Like, people just walking in my area. It's not like everyone's just outside walking around that much, unless you're walking your dog. That's like a whole conversation people love dogs that'll that's a thing that's everywhere he's not i guess that's <laughs> yeah, everywhere we love dogs right. in this, yeah but i do yeah. feel like the influx of dog parks and stuff is definitely here mm. like, you definitely get an apartment that has like its own dog park attached and all that and i feel like that's what get people talking to you is your dog if they see your dog they want to touch it and, be like, ah, and do all that so that'll, do you have a dog i don't i don't have no pets i'm not a pet person <laughs> like I thought I could, or I would want a dog, but I keep thinking about it. Like dogs are much more like children than a cat. Like you need Mm -hmm. to always give them attention. Cats, I might have a cat in my future because they're independent. They don't need you for much, you know? They only want to be petted sometimes. I feel like I identify with a cat. I mean, you know, like touch sometimes and then sometimes like, leave me alone. Don't touch me. (laughs) That's funny. Have y'all ever had, um, y'all ever ate, like went out to eat with a pet person? Like yeah, like some restaurants you can um have your dog with you. It's weird. One time I um a lot when I went this dude, uh it was like four of us. It was me and my lady and then this this other couple. And the dude was a real big dog lover. So mm-hmm. this this other guy was outside the restaurant and we were outside in the patio area. 
and he pets <laughs> he this dude walks with his dog and he's like oh my god bro i love your dog can i pet it so he's petting the dog and the girl's like oh my god i love that dog let me pet it so he brings the dog over the rail hands it to the girl she petted okay, that's it a lot. right <laughs> then they hand the dog back to the dude but this is the part that made me laugh then fried pickles came to our table and they want to take their puppy hands and put it all in the pickles. Oh, <laughs> mm, let me make my plate first and you can have the rest. What is happening? Danielle, do you, do you say something in that scenario? Or are you saying, hey, hand sanitizer. What are you doing in that scenario? Did I'm that telling everyone, I said, I, I know I didn't touch the dog. So I'm definitely <laughs> taking my, I'm like, um, before y'all touch this, let me take what I want out of this because I don't have time for your shenanigans. So you're going to be direct. Is that what you're saying? You're going to be direct. And I mean, I say it that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, definitely pulling my plate out first. That's, <laughs> that's for sure happening. I mean, it depends on how close we are. If we're close. I'm going to be, Hey girl, that's nasty. You want to spray your hands down? <laughs> <You're> really? <laughs> Shit. What you, what you doing, Deontay? How are you? Um, I, I think I'm gonna be kind of grand about it. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey! You're gonna stop let's, the show, like let's, everybody. Uh, <laughs> let's bless the food and let's go wash our hands. Let's do that. Let's go, everybody. Love that. Everybody. As a family, oh, we're let's all. Let's take a trip to the restroom, everybody. <laughs> everybody, let's go. Here we got time. You know what's funny? The way I handled it. I just didn't have pickles. I was like, because <laughs> it was inappropriate yeah. to say like, hey, like to be that grand in the moment where we were at was inappropriate. So it was funny because um, I think they tried to offer me a pickle, like in their hand. Oh, <laughs> did you eat that pickle? I did not. I said, you know what, bro? Uh, I'm good on pickles this time, but it's funny because I'm a pickle, fried pickle kind of sewer. I go to every restaurant. So they oh, knew really? something was up. And then I just couldn't say, like, am I the only one? They just touched the dog. And then they just <laughs> touched oh. all the pickles and, like, put them in single file line. I'm, I'm good. I don't want a pickle. <laughs> Damn, I would have been hot. <laughs> Especially if that's, like, my favorite thing to eat. Uh, yeah, I'm for sure <laughs> on my plate. Like, okay, so hold on. Let me grab this real quick. Do, do, do. Here you go. Like, you could have been real suave and discreet with it. Just, see, oh, 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 let me. Okay, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> But when I was talking about pet people, I was like, that's funny. I wonder if they ever, because everybody loves dogs. And that was the weird thing was it was like, okay, I like dogs too. But if I'm about to eat, there's a time and a place. Like I pet that dog afterwards, you know? And I think the pandemic had just started and everything. So like on Mm. top of the puppy hands, you got, you know, pandemic. So it was a lot of- Pandemic hands. Yeah, (laughs) pandemic, puppy pickles. I was like, I don't want those. It's it's too much going on. So I want to kind of throw a question out. Um, Just us kind of being similar in age. um, Mm -hmm. Do you feel like as you get older, you handle certain situations differently um, versus you did when you was younger? And I think me personally, like as I- mature get older I do kind of set boundaries and just like let my authenticity kind of do the speaking so like for that situation that's why I said like I'm gonna kind of be me be grand I'm gonna be polite but at the same time I'm not about to let you put your greasy hands <laughs> I didn't put it on the on the advertisers too you know what I'm saying so Absolutely you feel right. like you Especially feel like if I'm paying for this too right yeah. <laughs> 
mm, that's not yeah you gotta you just have to set these boundaries and it comes with time and experience you'll okay. only put up with something so long you know yeah. that hasn't happened to me had that happened to me like at all then yeah i can understand that first time feeling crazy because you're just like what do i do i just i'm just not gonna eat it <laughs> I, I think i would have yeah i would have resorted to what you did darius i would just not ate it probably like i mean because in that situation it's like you're the only one making the observation like, yeah, like no one sees this no one no one yeah. oh, nobody no else one. social awareness is like did y'all not remember they was just touching puppies like you almost touched the puppy like i i told you not to touch the puppy for that very reason but I don't know. It was just like a, hmm, I'm not the only one seeing this kind of situation. So <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You didn't do anything because I, like I said, I would have resorted to that first probably. But if it happened again, <laughs> oh, <laughs> words will be quickly exchanged or I'll, I'll just order my own, my own. Mm. Like, you know, like, can you bring another one of those out? And y'all better not touch it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or how about when we eat, let's not touch puppies. Like, I think that it is because it was straight up a barrier there it's like was it a big dog how big was it no it was one that could be lift over a fence so it was one of those where you can do like (laughs) like you can showcase the dog like this everybody can touch and hold the dog (laughs) but was it like hairy because like you know there's just so much on a dog yes but you know what it was though this is the part that irritated me the most was that the dog got a lot of attention. You could tell that this dude like takes his dog that. out for women attention. So mm-hmm. everybody's touching the dog first. Like, oh my God, he's so cute. He's so cute. Just like all 20 people just touching the dog. Then the people we eating dinner with decides to take, take it above. Like, not only am I going to touch the dog, I'm going to grab the dog and bring it into my world. So he like, hey, everybody, look at this dog. I got the cute dog. You know what I mean? So it was a lot of that going on. And then he was like, oh, are those pickles? Here, take the dog. Let me get some pickles. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically a trophy pet. Like yes. He really brought a trophy pet up in this restaurant. Was that indoors or outdoors? It was a patio area. So okay, uh, where to- we were at, yeah, was the patio. <laughs> the mm-hmm. only thing that separated the patio from outside was a fence, like a little small little like dog park fence. So, <laughs> so okay, now I'm thinking about where you guys are at. Texas was pretty open all pandemic no like you guys have had your outdoor or they like what is it down it shut down for about like what six weeks to two months three months it was like so this was right when it kind of this was the summertime so this was the this was the end of the summer so probably like august august september of last Mm. year so it had kind of opened up and you had a lot of people just excited to be out everybody was still you know social distancing and stuff like that but it just seemed like everybody that was social distancing stopped when that dog came around. So. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. Yeah. No, that's how people really act. They go nuts over a dog. It's like, calm down. <laughs> a lot but, of <laughs> but no, I think that that was an interesting question that you asked Deontay about like handling things as you get older now. Um, Cause I think I think I tolerate less, but I'm still, I'm always socially aware. So like in a situation like that, I always have something to say, I'm very opinionated, but it was just like, <laughs> will me being opinionated in this situation cause more harm than good? Mm, got you. you know? mm. So um, that was a good question though. It was a great question. <laughs> Sorry, we yeah. like derailed about dogs. <laughs> no, no, that's what this show is about. Everybody loves dogs. <laughs> Everybody. That's what happens. 
that's what happens it brings so much unwanted attention like you have to like attention like your dog will get attention so you go on all walks because i see people do it all the time where they just like walk up on a dog they don't greet the other person or nothing they're just like oh all all in the mix of the dog i know if that would my dog i'd be so irritated like get off first of all hello say hello Uh, to me first i'm the owner second um who said you can touch my dog ask for consent Please. <laughs> not permission consent <laughs> permission it's all the same thing but, you know a dog is like a baby if for yeah. me because it's like it's your 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 creature <laughs> are y'all okay so are y'all letting a dog lick your face never let the out you don't sound no, okay <laughs> are you you're one of those um, so my mom has a toy poodle you know what I'm saying? So I it's have like little ones. It's a little one. Oh so God. I have a relationship with his name is Tuffy too. I have a relationship with Tuffy. Now maybe maybe he could you know what I'm saying give me a lick on the face, but nobody else's dog. I'm definitely doing the <laughs> doing that on him. You know what I'm saying? Dodging and dipping I'm, and weaving. I'm dodging. Let me ask you this though. Let me. Ask, <laughs> I'm kind of curious. So what if you're dating somebody and you're not a fan of their dog? <laughs> It'll show. It'll show. It'll show on my face before I say anything. Like, you don't like dogs? I'm like, what made you say that? Yeah. <laughs> my face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I, 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 got, I got a friend. <laughs> His name is Jim. And Jim was dating Jim. <laughs> a, uh, a young lady. And Jim's girlfriend's dog is huge. And will, like, jump on Jim and like growl at Jim, and it's just like every time Jim goes hangs with his girl, it's a lot of like frustration. <laughs> I think Jim almost like like put the dog in the chokehold just because the dog wouldn't calm down one time. <laughs> so, what kind of dog is it? Is it like a, a big old what giant mutt? Some big old giant mutt. <laughs> 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 Obviously, but is that is could that kind of slow down a relationship for you? Absolutely. Too? What I, I have like a small fear of dogs. I feel like like I'm nervous first. Like I gotta see what this dog does. Even <laughs> the small ones. The small ones are even worse because my homegirl has two of them. I call one of one of them's name is Lucy. I just call it the devil because it <laughs> it, bit me. it bit my ankle and heels. I was like, bitch, get away from me! Like. Like I will kick you and I don't want to. Like <laughs> I will I will resort to violence if they resort to violence first. But that's I funny. try not to. So that's why I'm a little scared first. And if they're big, then I'm intimidated. <laughs> that's interesting because I think for me, if I'm in a situation where the dog, say I'm Jim, and the dog is putting me in a type of uh emotional position where I have to like turn to Will Smith and I am legend <laughs> with the dog <laughs> choking the dog out every time I want to see my lady that that's an issue and I think it's also like you ever been around somebody and they're like oh my dog doesn't bite no he has teeth he bites you know what I'm saying he may not bite you but especially if it's a big dog and they're like oh he's just a lap dog it's like okay y'all well, I don't do. I don't want dog hair. I got on cologne. I don't want dog hair on me, man. Get your dog. All right. He's it a was lap a- dog. Don't mean he need to be on my lap. That's- exactly. Exactly. It was. It was one time Jim um, <laughs> <laughs> Facetime me. He was like, "Yo, bro, I'm about to go see my lady." He was fresh. 
And he went over there and he told me that the dog just kept jumping on him and messing up his outfit. He was like, yo, listen. <laughs> Don't be trying to mess dog. Like, <laughs> he was um, roughing him up. Like, <laughs> roughing him up, man. Like checking him for change. He's like, what you got on you? What you got on you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nose everywhere. Now he smells like the dog. Cause <laughs> Oh. Okay, to see Jim can't see the girl. Now he ended up leaving smelling like the dog. When I say, see Jim, I can't be in your position, player. So disheveled. He's like, <laughs> he was that's, out. that's embarrassing too, because you know how much work it takes to get ready for a date. Like, yeah, you're preparing <laughs> hours beforehand. <laughs> and here's the thing, Jim told me that his girl be looking at him like he weak because he's afraid of the dog. <laughs> You really gonna be running? Do you really have to run around the apartment like this? You really? <laughs> you know what I'm Can you put your shoes down, Jim? Like the dog is not gonna mess up your shoes. Jim is terrified. He's like, <laughs> I wait on the patio. Jim waits on the patio when she's getting ready in the bathroom. Oh, I'll be that out here on the patio. Rough. That is rough. Jim I... now smokes cigarettes now. He's always on the patio. <laughs> He just developed a new habit. Trying just to stressed out. He's just stressed. <laughs> yeah, see, if a dog oh is bringing God. that much stress in my life, we just don't have to do this. Oh, you know? my gosh. That's funny. Because I can't. I want to ask you, it's either me or the dog. But at the same time, this is your dog. The dog was here before me. I get it. That's get funny. It. I'll, I'll sacrifice that relationship. Fuck all that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's a stressful situation to be in, though. Like, the dog, like, and the dog knows he's punking you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the dog is like, this is my woman. <laughs> you, you Jim just says got something like, boy. Jim be telling me like, yeah, like Jim be like, yeah, my girl be saying stuff like he only acts like here. He only acts like this when you get here. I'm like, yo, Jim. Damn. That's a lot. Well, I think the dog is either right. It's either one or two things. Genuinely playing with him. Like he just really thinks he's just a, a toy or something mm -hmm. like oh he wants to play he's here to play with me he's here like, running around he don't even yeah yeah <laughs> but if it's, a, if it's a lot of growling involved i don't think that's playing at all <laughs> like, yeah, that it depends very... on the tone of the dog <laughs> the tone and cadence of the dog sounds very yeah. wolf-like uh, right he's joking he's joking wagging their tail that's a good thing that means they like you that's but... a lot of non-verbal cues you really got to pay attention to <laughs> you gotta read the room right you better check the temperature then because yeah you might be fighting that dog for life <laughs> That dog is protective of his owner. And that's probably too, the protection thing, like territorial. Mm -hmm. so, no thanks. I don't I don't see a dog for me. But if I did, I always liked pugs. Like they're kind of ugly but cute oh, okay. at the same time. That's the one with the pickles. That was a dog. It was a pug. Oh, <laughs> Pickle pug. <laughs> yes. It was a pug. I, mean, I couldn't think of the brand. I was like, what is the type of dog that it was? He was probably but... snotting all over dudes. Yeah, they make a lot of like pig noises. Like that's yeah. because they okay. Fun fact: I'm known for these random fun facts. They were Love saying that like when when pugs were genetically designed, they're mm -hmm. like a misbreed. Like whoever forced them to be the way they were, that's not the way they should have been. So that's why they have like breathing issues because mm -hmm. they um <laughs> they're like messed up from from the start. So yeah. little fun fact for the audience. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, like that's how a lot of these cute dogs are made. They're just inbred down to the mm -hmm. bone. It's really gross when you think about it. But yeah. 
That's why they have the worst immune systems or they can't um, breathe. They mm-hmm. have no respiratory and they are mm-hmm. going to have a very short life. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when you think about all these cute dogs, you don't see them long. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, see, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know what they do to make those, but they yeah. don't. <laughs> 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 like they're going to live that long. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I bet you that pickle dog is gone. I guarantee you. He's like, no. He didn't make it past. He didn't make it past the pandemic. Poor thing. Yeah, bad immune system. Just... <laughs> he was probably tired of being passed around too. Like I bet. Because he pickles. Like, yes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Bless him though. He tried. Funny, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, all right. So I want to just leave this last question. I'm loving this conversation, by This the has way. been fun. I like um, the way it's just randomly going yeah. where it goes. <laughs> totally. <Yeah. laughs> it derails a little bit, but it comes right back. Exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Girl, what? This is a journey. <laughs> this is a journey. Check out her podcast. What you doing? Yes. After you leave here, go to her podcast. Go to her podcast. Um, That's funny. So um, I just want to, I guess I would want to kind of talk about a couple of things, but um, with with it being Black History Month and just knowing our history and knowing that we're on our own journeys to kind of create our own history, mm-hmm. um, what are, what is something you want to be remembered as? Like, you know, when it's all said and done, you know, how do you kind of want yeah. to be, how do you want to be remembered? That's a deep question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. What's your yeah. legacy? Um, yeah, legacy. Legacy letters. Let's go. Jeez. Uh, right. See, that's the beauty of a journey. I don't even know where I'm going to be all the way. But yeah. I'm going to say, like, what do I want to be remembered as? I want to be remembered as um, at least part of it. I want career wise, like my technical design career, doing like specialty items, swimwear, knitwear, and everything that I currently work on. I would love to try to carry that as far as to the future as I can, because that is my, like at the end of the day, fashion was always my passion. You know, I went to school for this and this is what I've been doing the last seven years after college. So definitely want to be known as um, someone who, or just a black woman who made certain strides in the fashion industry, whether I was doing the technical thing, maybe a creative directing role, maybe starting my brand, a a clothing line of some sort. Um, I would love for my podcast to take off to a point where that that could be a part of my legacy and like the girl what franchise branching off to different things, maybe a network or merch or just something like just bigger. Like I want to think bigger about that too. That's like another goal of mine with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? God, I just remember just being like, just, just a beautiful being just inside and out. Like physical beauty is one thing, of course, but just, you know, like I like the fact that the way I carry myself is, is, is strong, but nurturing, um, fun, flirty, but also like you don't play with her. Like she has her boundaries and just being like this, you know, 
this ball of energy that people like to be around. Like yeah. everyone has an aura, you know? So mm-hmm. I like when people say, you know, I like your energy or, you know, the new trendy word is vibe. Like, oh, I like your vibe. You're such yeah. a vibe. And as cheesy and <laughs> corny as it can sound, it is like, it's true. It's true. It's like, I like being around you because you bring something, well, you bring something to the table, but 